Dirty Harry is at it again in Sudden Impact. What you doing, you pig-head sucker? You boys put those guns down. Say what? We're not just gonna let you walk out of here. Who is we, sucker? Smith, and Wesson, and me. <laughs> Go ahead. Make my day. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. This is episode 322. I'm Mark, he's Mike. Back in the studio. Back. Feels good. Back again. Yeah. Tell tell a friend. That's an old Eminem song, right? Tell a friend. Guess who's back. Hate my wife. Something like that, right? We got a good... um, I'm going to say seven feet between us for social distancing, yeah. but it's good to be recording in person in again. In person, it, it, does feel, it does feel good. It feels legitimate. Yeah. Oh, we don't have to worry about Skype, Skype freezing on us. No, none of the weird voicey things that no. Skype will do, like internet connection type of stuff. Oh, man. Which is annoying, you know. So we got stuff to talk about now that we're back in person. We're just going to roll right into it. What have you been watching? Well, um, I wasn't ready. Oh. You caught me off guard. You know, I, I was just going to say, I, 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 I did that big ramp up. I looked to you. I said, what are, you, what are you watching? And I thought, you know what's really good about being a person is we get to see each other. And uh, Mike's wearing like a dope Patagonia hat. Yeah, I got this sweet hat. It's got just noticed it. it. Fish on it. You don't, you don't get that via Skype because... We just did audio. Nope. I always had a dope hat on on Skype. Oh, you just didn't notice yeah. it. Yeah. I have this choice shirt on. I got this new choice shirt. It's got cassette tapes on it. Old school. You know. Vintage. Yep, vintage. Yeah, so what have I been watching? I haven't watched a whole ton. Um, I believe I mentioned The Old Guard last time we met. Yep. I, do um, not, I still haven't dip back in, so I, I can't properly rate it. Yeah, so a couple more um, Noir Alley episodes uh, a movie called The Three Strangers which was a 1946 film and it was awesome um, about these three people going in on some gambling together and shit hits the fan um, and then last weekend on Noir Alley was a movie called The Breaking Point mm. which was an excellent movie about a, a fishing boat captain who kind of gets caught up with some smuggling uh, crime stuff. It is the second um, the second try to make uh, a movie out of the Ernest Hemingway film, uh, book called um, To Have and Have Not, ah. which the original was the Humphrey Bogart, Lauren McCall. Ah. And I believe that was Lauren McCall's first movie. But that movie's not very good, and it's not even close to the book at all. The Breaking Point is cl- far closer to the book, and it's really, really good. And so Noir Alley takes a break um, August and for the month of August because they start doing uh, summer nights or whatever on yeah, TCM. Yeah. Um, just something they always do over here. So I'm not going to be hitting any Noirs for her next month or so. Uh, well, nothing that they're showing me. I got some lined up for yeah. myself. But you gotta get, you know, can't came in turn it classic. No. No, you gotta got, take a break. I got this own thing, yeah, I got and you got those 
Summer nights. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because on Turner Classic, like, all their hosts are all doing home home hosting. Um, they're all on webcams doing their little spiels they do before and after movies. It's actually pretty cool that they're able to do that and keep it going for those people. Um, Did you get uh, Olivia Newton John hosts Summer Nights? Yeah. Did she do that? Yeah, didn't she die? Oh, she is she no longer with us? I think she died. Oh. No, I can't. I feel like I saw a picture of her and uh, John Travolta just recently. Together again. Or maybe he posted it because she died? His wife died. She did just recently die. Uh, within like the last couple weeks yeah. of this recording. Yeah. Kelly Preston, right? Uh, Kelly Preston yeah. did die. Uh, yeah, Olivia Newton John is still with us. Okay. Uh, sorry uh, to Olivia and yeah. her family. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Kelly Preston. R.I.P. Kelly Preston. Yeah. Who I enjoyed in the few films I remember seeing her in. Ooh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Um, wasn't she on a TV show? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, she's she's someone you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, watched. Uh, I, I maybe you know. Was this like a Hulu original or Amazon original? Palm Springs. Uh, it is a. I believe it's a. I believe it's a joint effort. It, it's a Neon who did like Parasite and uh, some other indie movies, and then Hulu together. Okay. Uh, I, I, it's only because I just heard an interview with Andy Samberg talking about this. There was supposed to be some sort of theatrical release, okay. but um, COVID made it that that wasn't the case. So it did go straight to Hulu, and I think Hulu slaps their name on it. Okay, yeah, much like Netflix and Amazon yeah. does the same thing. Yeah, they just kind of. So anyway, watch Palm Springs. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Um, Andy Samberg's great. His co-star in that I've never liked her. I all. don't know her. She's from. I had to look her up, and I, then I was going through her credits. It's like she looks familiar, but I don't know any of these credits. How I Met Your Mother was my first. Oh, she's from the last her. season. Yeah, she's like. Gotcha. She's the mother. That's probably why her face looks familiar. I didn't get that far in the credits. Yeah, she's the mother. Yeah. And How I Met Your Mother. Spoiler, spoiler alert. But I, I spoil Paul Springs, but we will spoil How I Met Your Mother. Right. But I've never liked her. Yeah. I just don't like her. I've seen her in other things. Yeah. I just don't like her vibe. But. I really liked that movie. Yeah. I do think it was weird it opens up, and we're not going to spoil the movie, but Andy Samberg talking to two children and saying, kids, I'm going to take you back to Palm Springs where I met your mother. And then he tells the whole story. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Enjoyed that. And then I went went back to, uh, I would consider this a classic. Um, maybe it's not. Ooh. But I think it's, Favorably, you know, looked classics in the eye of the person. Um, I watched The Fifth Element. I'd say that is a classic of sorts. Okay, that being said, I will say this. Yeah. That movie fucking holds up. Yeah. I haven't seen it in probably five years. Um, it's freaking awesome still. Even like. The special effects even hold up, I think. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously aged. That movie came out in 97. Yeah. You know what? We're going to call it a classic. 23 years. When you talk about Bruce Willis movies, I think Fifth Element is going to be in the top 10 if you're listing them off. You're going to talk about that more than Mercury Rising. Probably, yeah. Not a classic. Fifth Element, you know, it, it, it exists in uh, popular culture today. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um... 
and yeah, it's really good. The whole time watching it, I was kind of giggling because I've been I've been trying to revisit some old like sci-fi classics mm-hmm. of mine. Like last show, I told you like, I could watch Galaxy Quest. And, yeah, and um, I'm not sure really like, Blade Runner for the show. Yeah, yeah. So I've been revisiting some of those sci-fi. I've been into sci-fi mode yeah. lately, and so the whole time I'm watching it, like Gary Oldman is nuts in that movie. But just seeing that Gary Oldman play that character, knowing he, because I, I, I think the most recent Gary Oldman picture I have seen was 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 uh, Darkest Hour, where he plays Churchill, mm-hmm. and just like the, I mean, it's just so funny to think about that character, and he's like, he's had this illustrious career, yeah. played Churchill. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what have you been watching? I mean, that's what I watched. Yeah, not I, a lot, but I, I also not a lot got in um, these last couple couple weeks. Uh, I also watched Palm Springs. I also really enjoyed it. Um, I think the less said, the better. But I, it is a movie I would tell people to go watch. Yeah, I I would recommend it. I to, just recommend it. Yeah, yeah. especially now, just there's not a lot of new movies other than what Netflix kind of pumps out every week. So it's kind of just nice to see something new. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of supposed to go to theaters, and uh, I probably would have saw this in theaters. I, I, I'm really glad I went to Hulu because I wonder what a trailer would have shown me. Yeah, would a trailer have been on the side of, oh, I can't believe they're doing that, fuck that. Yeah. Or would it have been just bad? Yeah. Uh, or would it have been one of those films that just kind of hit you with the word of mouth? Yeah, I think it. I, I, I think it would have been kind of a critical darling had it been theaters. Yeah, I'm and not sure what kind of reviews it's getting. I, I think it's highly rated. I think it was uh, sitting high eighty percent Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, yeah, check out Palm Spring. It's on Hulu. Um, I watched a classic, if we can call it classic. It, it was also a movie from the nineties. It also had Chris Tucker in it. I watched Friday, and that movie just makes me laugh. Oh man, rewatching it, I was like. From a storytelling standpoint, it's got its flaws. Right, right. But from just jokes and bits that like make you laugh, it just has every th- scene, there's just something that makes you laugh. When did that come out? Uh, 1995. So it was pre-Fifth Element. Pre-Fifth Element. Now, so after watching Fifth Element, uh-huh. I thought to myself... I'm going to go back and revisit Chris Tucker films. Yeah. So I, I need to hit Friday, too. I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. Because maybe since you watched it, I don't need to watch it. Um, is you know, the guy in If you want to laugh, there are just there's just laughs in it. I need to... I should just rewatch it. Which, I, I, it's, here on the, it's here on the shelf. If, if you need to walk away with Friday today. There, I feel like I... No, I had that on VHS, actually. I oh, feel like maybe dust I out, that. Dust out the, the VCR. So maybe I will borrow it from you on my way yeah. out the door. That's it. Rewatching it, I was just like, okay, the story, it's nothing, but just every scene, there's just a joke. And then there's jokes that just like 25 years later are still like referenced. Uh, you it, know. Is the guy that, that plays Debo, is he the president from Fifth Element? Tiny Zeus Lesser? I, you know, I haven't seen Fifth Element enough to know. But uh, he's a big scary man who was the bad guy, no old bard. And no. was also on the boat that the Joker tried to blow up in uh, The Dark Knight. Oh, that's right. Bad guy. 
Uh, it's a different guy. I mean, he plays Debo. I'm gonna look it up. I was like that character, Debo. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, President Lindbergh was a man named Tom Lister Jr. Yeah. Wait. Is that not? Oh, it is Tommy Tiny Lister. Yeah. Okay. He has a bunch of. Okay. He was a so wrestler. He was, he was Zeus Lester, Tiny Lester, and now his real name in the fifth, or and then his real name is. Tom Lester. Okay, so his name is Tom, but he goes by Tiny. Yep, that's yep. So he was in both films. I say, as as someone who just watched Friday, and maybe you could verify since you just saw Fifth Element, uh, he looks he looks large. Yeah, he yeah he's a he's a hefty he's, he's a big guy. He's a hefty guy. So Tiny might be one of those uh, ironic nicknames. Could be. Yeah. Could be. So Tiny. What? Tiny Tom Lester is he plays Debo and it was in Fifth Element. That's fun. You know. If you were to put odds on you and I watching two separate films, both starring Chris Tucker, yeah. they would have been long odds. Very. But if you want to put odds <laughs> on you and I watching two different films and they both have Tiny Tom Lister in them, yeah. that's astronomical. It, it is. Yeah, the Chris Tucker would have been a lot of, Chris Tucker only made like ten movies in his life. And the fact that, yeah, we both watched... I mean, maybe they're not because... Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Dark Knight. Yeah. He's in uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah. Which I watch once a year. Um, Universal Soldier. Yeah, okay. Still, pretty long odds on Pretty that. long. The fact that we watched, you, they had them both. I mean, that are is, those the only two movies that those both, both guys <laughs> appeared in? That's amazing. Did Tiny Lester show up in Rush Hour? I don't, I don't think so, but it's amazing nonetheless. If anybody's keeping up with local news, they, they know Mike and I were from Pacific Northwest. We have a hockey team. That hockey team has a name. I was in the mood to watch some hockey. I got Disney Plus for like four more days. Can I pick it? Can I guess it? Yeah. Mighty Ducks. Ooh. No, that is a Disney movie. It is on Disney Plus. It is a hockey movie. I watched Miracle. Ooh. 2004. Yeah. Um, not as... All inspiring rewatching it again. Uh, I was like, ooh, no, Kurt he's about to give one of those great sports movie speeches. It wasn't that great. And um, it's a little sappy, but it's still so fun. The action's great. The final hockey game is that's good sports movie making. Uh, I was into that, but other than that, it's a, it's like two hours and twenty minutes. It's very long. Oh, yeah. Um, and honestly I can't I can't tell you a single player on that team. I mean, I know it's, it's, well, the story is about the coach, yeah, yeah. but for having a movie, I was like, man, you did not really do a good job of differentiating any of these players. It didn't matter, because, yeah. you know, at the time, it was, just, it was just America versus the world, you know? Like, yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah, at the time, it didn't matter. Yeah. No one knew who they were during the game. No one knew who they were after. It just mattered they got a medal. Yeah. But for a movie, I was like, man, there should have been just a little more character something in this but uh, oh, it's fine uh, I was interested to find out it, it was directed by Gavin O'Connor who went on to do another great sports movie Warrior which I had recently watched and I love Warrior that's the Tom Hardy that's the Tom the, Hardy uh, fighting yeah cage fighting God, Joel Ed- Edgerton that's a gritty movie that one's really good so same director so now even more I want to watch uh, the Ben Affleck basketball movie because mm-hmm. it's the same director so this guy he, he's got a sports thing going yeah uh, so I'll check that out uh, and then to wrap it up, I watched uh, I watched a horror movie from 2013, 
directed by Andy Muschietti, who did the uh, It movies. It's called Mama, with stars Jessica Chastain and um, uh, Jamie Lannister, and uh, it's fine. It's it. It's an effective horror movie. It's got some chill, you know, some scares. It's fun. It might have the same beef I have with it, which is that just the CGI just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. There's some CGI in it. You know, it's a ghost movie, and uh, same thing kind of is like when you show me too much, it kind of took me out of it. But just Chastain, Jamie Lannister. Uh, there's there's some little girl. You know, the movie is about these little girls. Uh, who are raised in the woods and now they have to like re-enter uh, society. They're good. So you know, you got two good kid actors and uh, some some spooks. Throw it on in your Halloween time. You know, you're not gonna go wrong. It's fine. Cool. Uh, that's it. Four movies. They were all decent, De- decently fine. Uh, Paul Spring probably probably the the best of that. And then for this show today, I only had to watch one movie. Because we are finished, we, we are moving along in a series that we started long ago. We watched the fourth Dirty Harry film, Sudden Impact. Um, uh, oh, I'm pulling my Sudden Impact notes uh, to find out what year Sudden Impact came out. And then we're going to talk about all our past episodes. Uh, Sudden Impact is a 1983 Dirty Harry movie. It's the fourth installment. This time, Dirty sees um, Harry, uh, who is forced to go on vacation due to his violent approach to police work. Wait, hold on. Let, let me start from the beginning. Let, let me summarize this. I'm so thrown off us being in the same room. Yeah, it's... I don't have my nose on my laptop. I have to put them on my phone now. <laughs> I don't have the same thing. Yeah. Um... So, okay, this is just from the Wikipedia page. Jennifer, Sparent, uh, Jennifer Spencer was gang-raped, but the crime went unpunished. Now she demands revenge, killing off the men that attacked her years before. The murders attract attention from Harry Callahan, who is on a forced vacation due to his violent approach to police work. The case gets complicated when Harry develops a relationship with Jennifer, and it's up to Harry to make the right decision when Jennifer's life is threatened for a second time. Was this your first time watching Sudden Impact? It was! Uh, I had a funny... And we started, and you and I, we you know, we, we decide what movie we're going to watch. We usually do it through text form, or we discuss it, you know, briefly. And so we, we through text, just kind of said, let's just do the next Dirty Harry movie. I go, okay. And I, I came back here to watch it, and I pulled out my Dirty Harry collection. Uh, it's all five in, in one case. And I said, I don't know what movie we're doing. And I was like, I think we're doing Sudden Impact, but I'm not sure. I'll know within the first ten minutes. And I watched the first ten minutes, and I go... I honestly don't know if I've seen this or not because there was a diner scene. <laughs> but then it started to approach. I go, okay, 15 minutes in, I had not seen this before. Right, right. So this was also my first time watching uh, Sinembeck. Did you revisit any of the previous Dirty Harry films uh, in preparation for this? I did not. Yeah. So the last movie we did, we did The Enforcer, uh, the third one. That was probably maybe just two, three months ago. You yeah. can go back and yeah, see our thoughts on recent. that. But Dirty Harry's been kind of fresh in our brain over the last year. Um, and I, and the after when we did that show, both you and I were like, we're ready to watch the next one because we both, if I recall correctly, really enjoyed the first. Yeah, I, you know what? I didn't come prepared to do my uh, my Dirty Harry ranking, but if I had to, I think the Enforcer might be number one on my yeah, list. Yeah, I just remember both of us being like, 
I want ready to watch the next one. See what's up. I never really watched Dirty Harry movies uh, until we started doing them for the show, and I think they're all really fun. Uh, yeah. This first one is called Dirty Harry. Yep. Okay, so it's Dirty Harry, Magnum Force, Magnum Enforcer. Those are the yeah. three we watched, and those are three really good movies. And so, yeah, we were both really stoked to see Sudden Impact. Uh, so we kind of just jump in. I don't know, unless you have a preconceived notion or it has a reputation before we, you saw Sudden Impact. No, I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. and Because and, I'd only seen, um, you know, the, the three that we did for the show. And then the original Dirty Harry I'd probably seen a handful of times throughout my life. Yeah. You know, a couple. Uh, so we'll start with the good. What, what did you like about... Uh, Sudden impact. Well, we we got our we got some of our classic dirty hairy tropes in. Um, we got him responding to, you know, crime crime seemed to to find dirty Harry. Yeah, I like that. Um, Clint Eastwood's doing his thing. Um, I also like, and I like this about all the movies. Um, and I'll have to when we watch Deadpool. Or the Deadpool. Yeah. Let's not put a car before um, the horse. Maybe we just end the series now. Other than the original film, which is titled Dirty Harry, I really have no idea what the titles have to do with the films at all, and I like that. I, You know, so we always ask this when they have a unique... I don't know if I did it for The Enforcer or if I did it for Magnum Force, but that's one of the questions we get out of the way. What grade do you give the name Sudden Impact? It's up there. I mean, it sounds like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. It, it honestly very does. well be a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie also. Um, That's double impact. There is double impact. And then there's sudden death, which are two oh, yeah. oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme films. Uh, but you're right. It has nothing... I don't know what it does means in this context. No clue. The, and then if you kind of think about The Enforcer... Also, I don't know what that has to do. Yeah, like, maybe he's the Enforcer, and then Magnum Force, maybe those go-bad motorcycle Yeah, Magnum, Magnum Force, Force I kind of get. Yeah, or you could, like, can, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, because, you know, the motorcycle cop gang. Because, so, I don't remember the villain in the first one. Oh, it was the crazy serial killer guy. Yeah, it was, like, the Zodiac. Like, yeah, Zodiac. Uh, he was, like, the Sagittarius killer. Yeah. Something. And then... And yeah, and I the chase scene like chase him across the football field or through the stadium or whatever. Yeah, and then he hijacks the school bus. And, and then we had renegade motorcycle cops. Yeah, and then it was like Vietnam vets or something. Vietnam vets, uh, yeah, who were going to kidnap the mayor. That's right. Yeah, yeah, just double check. Yep. Uh, in in this one though, they, it's uh, sadistic gang rapers. And mafioso types, and then guys that Dirty Harry just did wrong. There's a lot going on in this movie. There's a lot happening. I on it. Uh, so the story: a woman's assault. Her and her sister assaulted. Ten years later, her, her sister's in a, 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 a catatonic, catatonic, uh, catatonic. Yeah, I think it's state. Catatonic, yeah. And she is gonna go out and uh, get revenge on on these people who did this uh, to her. But along the way, Dirty Harry is attacked by many people, and I honestly had a hard time figuring out who was who. It in in terms of who's part of the gang, who's who's just out to get Harry, the the the, the punk that uh, gets off 
in the beginning. I was like, ooh, is he one of the rapists? But he's not. He's not. But he kind of looks like a guy who gets killed first. Uh, and then that guy comes back, and then um, he gets blown up. Yeah, it's, this movie's it's it's kind of segregated into um, the the first part where we had the the mob yeah attacking him like relentlessly yeah and I believe like ninety percent of the attacks were the mob then we had the one like revenge attack from the punk kid yeah and his cronies but then after that it's like oh we're in a whole new movie here it does feel like there was two different movies yeah that maybe there was this maf- mafia movie and then there was this rape storyline, revenge, you know, vigilante story, and then they just put them together? Yeah, it seemed like some... Uh, Did the mafia thing ever get resolved either? Or I mean, Eventually, Harry just kills them all. I don't... Yeah, I mean, other than they all just get got. Yeah. I don't really... I mean, I guess he got the guy he was after in the very beginning. And that's kind of what pissed the mafia off, was him giving an old man a heart attack. <laughs> so, I guess Harry got his man in the... Yeah, I guess he got his guy. It just... You know, the... The fallout from that he's had to deal with while trying to track down this uh, this uh, serial killer. Uh, yeah, but we're, we're talking about the good. Um, these movies, I, I just think Harry and the way he's written is just he's just very cool. Yeah, you know, uh, it, they're very funny, and this movie kind of needed it because this this was a pretty dark movie. And so uh, the, the the humorous lines of Harry uh, were, were were very welcomed. Um, I like Harry doesn't like hot ketchup on hot dogs. That's a great speech. Nobody that puts that mustard speech. on a hot dog. Him doing the whole I've seen old ladies you know knock, knocked off for their bags. I've seen just this whole red of this like. But the worst thing I've seen is you eating a hot dog. I was like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was pretty good. That's the type of Harry movie we're into. In the beginning part where he's at the diner and she's just pouring the sugar. Like, that's just the funny part. And then you know, his spit take at the end. and then, and then It's funny and then it comes back to her, you know. Uh, Ten years. And come to the yeah. diner. And then it turns into tough guy Harry. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Oh. Um, kind of the thing I like is the cartoony villains. And mainly with that diner where they're robbing everybody at the diner and he comes back and this guy keeps calling him Sucka. It's just like a cartoon character from the 80s. Like. Yeah. And you know, it's... It's so... Uh, it's so unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's, the movie's relentless from the get-go. Like, all these attacks. Harry's constantly killing dudes. Yeah. Like, more but, than... I knew the reason. This this must be the biggest body count. I mean, it was crazy, yeah. and like just like one one scene after another after another is just like action attacks. Uh, it's freaking nuts. But it is cartoon. It's like a cartoon. Do we know what those punk kids did that got off? Well, let's see. He got the illegal. There's a legal search. search. There was a gun. I think the guy killed somebody. Oh, okay. It really doesn't do petty crime. The way they're acting, like just how smug they are, and then Harry like you know, grabs one, and then they come back later, and just the way they look, I was like, I was like a parking ticket or something. <laughs> it does seem just like the whole demeanor would just seem petty. Yeah, and then I bet they end up end up dying for it. Um, yeah, the humor. Yeah, I, I, I've always liked the humor in these. 
the, the diner scene, just the coffee, it's like the, it's like when Harry pretended to be a pilot to yeah. foil, foil the hijackers. <laughs> like, I, I, just, I enjoy that. Um, I thought he had a dog. Yeah, I, I was offended by the inconsistencies with the dog scenes. Yeah. They clearly had, like, three different dogs. Yes. One was clearly a female dog. We had clearly a male dog in many shots. Yeah. Clearly a gimpy cripple dog yeah. in some of these shots. That bothered me, Mark, because we're talking about a dog in a movie... Why can't you just have one dog for all these? Is the implication that the the rapist killed his his partner and then neutered the dog? I didn't get that from watching it, but that's what Wikipedia says. I didn't get that. I just thought maybe that they kicked the dog. Yeah, that's... <laughs> just watching it, I feel like they abused the dog. Right. Which is awful. Terrible. You're gonna get Harry to fuck some shit up if you do that. He's gonna go John Wick. Um, but, according to Wikipedia, they neutered the dog. Uh, which just makes him real bad That's ass. nasty. That's yeah. nasty. Which, is this is a dark movie. If that's... If that's the case, and if someone could watch that and just even interpret that... Um, yeah. I was a little bothered by, um, so the guy, Horace? Horace. So, like, that's one thing, like, Dirty Hair movies, like, his partners get jacked. Yeah. Constantly. I was going to say, I like, but I, I, like really, I like the consistency that the partners just keep dying. I never really felt like that was his partner. It was just, like, a his friend. Yeah, and then. Just his buddy? It seemed like he was in an official position of sorts. Yeah. Maybe in. Some sort of police role, but he, he wore a suit. Like partners, yeah. I was just just to keep the consistency of Dirty Harry's partners not making it through the movie. I assigned Horace as his partner. I think you have to, yeah, yeah. just to have that in there. Yeah, uh, I don't like that the racist or the the rapist uh, kill Horace, and before like they're already bad dudes. They're rapists. They're dog abusers. Uh, that guy had to go racist, too, right before he kills Horace. Yeah. And you have to throw that in there, too? Trifecta of evil. Ugh. We're just, we're just waiting for that guy to get it at the end. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, what didn't you like about Sudden Impact? I gotta say, um, I didn't like the rape scene. No. It was hard to watch. Yeah. It, it was, um... It was effective, I'll say that. It was effective, but I, I was like, this is... This graphic. I just... Something about it, I don't like I don't like this. Yeah. This is a... Uh, I, I never like, uh, like, rape as a... Really, movies that... I don't know. For most of the part, I, I, I don't really need need them in there. Um, and, yeah, it's very hard to watch. Uh, I at least like that they're having her kind of regain. You know, she, she's not... You know, she's the victim of this, but she's the vigilante. It's not Harry doing this on her behalf, really. You know, she she yeah. she fights right up to the to the very end. Yeah, um, and I, I do think. But like, yeah, it's it's hard to watch, and this is it's kind of really this is uh, what movie did we watch? Um, Death Wish. I I feel like in there's just that time period and that style of movie where like that was just 
a thing that happened in movies. You throw that in there and yeah. uh, just never enjoy them. And, and I, you know, they were trying to create like, you know, sympathy for her. You, yeah. you know, they want you to be okay with her killing all these people. Yeah, and I was. Yeah, but man, that scene was just long. It and it was yeah and graphic, not in the sense that it you know showed. No, it wasn't graphic things. Yeah, gratuitous, but but graphic mentally, like yeah. uh, and you know, hats off to. I think Clint Eastwood directed this. this yeah, so this is the the one and only um, film that uh, Clint Eastwood directs, uh, the Dirty Harry. Yeah, so films. you know, hats off to him yeah. for making a very and and all the actors and stuff for a real convincing scene. Yeah, but wow, I mean, that was dark. Yeah, that was dark. Could, I mean, could have been, you know, I don't want to, but could have just been as effective of, of her and her sister are, are, are mugged 10 years, but... Uh, oh, man, I don't know. I think I think it had to be something pretty bad, but yeah. I'm just not sure they needed to Could they've killed her put it on screen like that. That's, when in doubt, if, if you're worried about, you know, is this, is this crime too much, just have them kill the dog. And then I, I buy whatever crime she's... I, you I, kill a dog... Anything they get, whatever you get, them. you get. And, and yeah. you know, you're wrong. These guys got what was coming to them. Sure, I'm not. Yeah, but it, it just as a movie watching, especially the Dirty Harry franchise, where these movies are kind of fun. Yeah. And this movie's not fun to watch, but they still kind of throw in the weird. It, it, it's like totally it, the darkest Dirty Harry movie, and so the humor while. I did laugh at it. It, it just kind of totally, kind of this up and down feeling watching it. Or, you know, it's not uh, it's not watching like Glass House on the left. You know, where it's just like, oh, this is just straight grit through the entire way. Yeah. You know, you, you have this this awful I mean, God, four minute rage. <laughs> it felt like it went on forever. And then you have Dirty Harry doing a uh, you know talking about a guy putting ketchup on a hot dog <laughs> and doing a spit take because there's too much sugar in his coffee. It's uh it's interesting, yeah. Um. Yeah, does this movie do anything better? Does this do anything to improve the Dirty Harry franchise? Oh, you know, I, I mean, the comical stuff is is this might be some of the best comical stuff in, yeah. that they've done. And like we mentioned, the hot dog scene and the the diner scene is great. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'd have to go back and watch the others and specifically look at comical stuff. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean, it's just... To me, it's just, like, more dirty hair. Does it advance? And I, I forget where the Enforcer ends off. I feel like at the end of every, every Dirty Harry movie, he has this existential crisis about what is law enforcement. Right. I think this movie continues that. Yeah. But from where the Enforcer left off, which I, which I don't recall... Uh, Isn't that funny? Like, I recall really liking the Enforcer. Yeah. I don't really recall how it ends. His partner dies. <laughs> we know that it's 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 the, it's the lady cop, yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, I don't know if Dirty Harry grows any in this movie, nor do you see in the other. I, I do think yeah, they are just kind of more Dirty Harry films. But yeah, as far as uh, advancing the story, I don't think it really does that. It kind of just gives you more, yeah, more Dirty Harry. Yeah. Does this movie do anything worse? Does it go against any of Dirty Harry uh, his? Uh, his, his creed? No, I mean, I just... I, I think as far as Dirty Harry goes, like... Yeah. 
I mean, it is authentic Dirty Harry yeah. character. Movie-wise, uh, I I think there's just way too much hit you in the face. Um, these guys are attacking him now. Now these yeah. guys are attacking him. Now these guys are attacking him. Like, hey, can we like just take a break from this for a second? Dirt. This movie really needed to be simplified and focused. And it should, if it, 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 you know, it's the main story is is this vigilante is this woman who is killing off all these people. Dirty Harry needs to investigate. You have the opening scene. You have the diner. You have him being forced to go on vacation, and then sent on this case. Yeah. But you don't need the mafia stuff. You don't need you don't need the guy from the first scene coming back. You know, just like we get it. Dirty Harry's fed up with. Uh, justice not being taken, you know, these guys are criminals. The judge is letting them off based on a technicality. So now he's investigating this other case. He finds that this woman who she didn't get justice, so she's killing everybody. Dirty Harry has to make a decision at the end of the movie. And I feel like the punk kids that, like the kid that got off on a term, uh, you know, uh, just a mistake. Yeah. Like, I think he was just getting revenge because Dirty Harry called him dog shit. I think that's what it was. I mean, I mean that guy just got mental problems. Don't get me wrong. Great insult. Great. Dirty Harry grabs that kid by the tie and says, oh, he just explains what can happen to Don Shit, and it's great. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I really enjoy the character, Dirty Harry. He does like this larger-than-life um, character. When he shows up at the end, on the boardwalk, what would he have done if no one looked up at that moment they were attacking that girl to see he was standing there? Was he just ready to let her get her head bashed in? I think I think he had been standing there for a good, like, how long was that scene? Four minutes? Yeah, where they were kicking the shit out of her. Standing there the whole four minutes, just like, you guys gonna look at me? Yeah, because I got this cool silhouette thing going yeah. on. Yeah, he didn't have the gun raised. The lighting is perfect for this, just look at me. Because I need, I need the... In- the intimidation moment. The, the 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 big bad of the movie. What a dope shot. Yeah. Camera shot. He he raises the the butt of his shotgun. He's gonna crack this girl over the head. And at that moment, someone's like, "Oh my god!" And they all look, and then there's dirty, and it's a great shot. But if no one saw him, when was he gonna intervene? <laughs> I get it. You're angry. You're, you're you, dirty. He's made up his mind. He's killing these fools. He didn't bring handcuffs to this, but <laughs> you're still a cop, Dirty Harry. Let's uh, let's pretend the woman's getting straight up punched in the face. Well, you know that's the thing with Dirty Harry, with Harry Callahan, his timing is always perfect. That's true. He bank alarm going off. Yeah. He's a half block away. Uh, Diner getting robbed. Yeah, he's popping in to get his coffee. Playing getting hijacked. He was for some reason in the terminal, ready to ready to go on vacation. Yeah, I also didn't like that they don't wrap up the dog storyline. I just after maybe that's in a extended version. After the night, you know, the movie ends. They're gonna walk away from the crime scene. I would. They should have tacked on another day with, uh, you know. Harry, the woman, the dog, he's reading the newspaper. Maybe he finally goes on that vacation, but wouldn't you know it, someone's robbing that diner. And it's like, here we go again. <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, he showed concern for the dog because he wouldn't grab his gun. I don't know if he was more mad about uh, Horace or the dog, but he goes and grabs his giant gun. Uh, 
But he also doesn't like take that dog to the vet. Yeah. I, and you know what? I guess we're gonna have to watch the Deadpool to know if that dog. Yeah, we're gonna have to see what happens there, with the dog. I, I just as the movie ended, I go, what? What happened to the dog? <laughs> I, we want to know. It's a little <laughs> uneven. Um, I think I ask this every time we watch. So this will be the fourth time I've asked this movie. I don't know if it's changed. I don't know if your answers changed. I don't know if you have new ideas. Is it time for a Dirty Harry remake? I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. Yeah. Why not? I don't. I don't know what my answer was last time. <laughs> Me neither. Yep. Had no idea. Sure. Who is there an actor that you can envision playing Dirty Harry? Yeah. Gosling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he can pull off the humor. I mean, he's someone with a gruff voice. Yeah. He, he... Maybe Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Little, little tight, but you know, it's 20, 22, or 2020. I, I had two years. To, that's how long this year's felt. It's 2020, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to diversify rules. Tiny Lester. Oh. <laughs> Tiny Lester is. Tiny Lester. Dirty Harry. What if we cast it as a, what if we cast it as a, a female? Dirty Harriet. Who would, who would play? Ooh. Regina King. I was going to say Karis Sedgwick. Karis <laughs> I was thinking Regina King. What? Uh, oh, she'd be awesome. Yeah, she's hot right now. She'd be awesome. Coming off that Watchmen. Fuck, she was so awesome in Watchmen. And she'd yeah. be bad. She would be because she was a badass cop in Watchmen. Yeah, she'd be a badass. She should have a badass cop series. Yeah, movie series. Oh, Regina King. Frankly, is... we just need a badass cop. Franchise I think it's time for it. You know, we, we're. Yeah, we just, it's been a while since, you know, you kind of just get that, uh, yeah, just the mega cop franchise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're just, we keep, like, they, they try to keep Die Hard alive, you know, the last yeah, let's put that to bed. couple movies. And, yeah, we just need a detective. And, yeah. Solving crimes in San Francisco and keep it in the 70s. No cell phones. That'd be cool. Cop movies are just better when there's not technology. That'd be cool. A period piece. When there's not someone typing. It, they are better when, when, you know, you got a radio. You got to drive around. Yeah, yeah you, you got radio gotta stuff. Yeah, throw, yeah. A, throw a nickel in a, in a pay phone to, yeah. to call, in, call in a license plate. Yeah. That kind of thing. I like it. Regina King is Dirty Harriet in Sudden Impact. That'd be badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, and now, then the next one. Are you ready to see a sequel? To this movie that we just watched, yeah. Are you interested in seeing the see how this concludes? I am the Deadpool. I'm, I'm ready to see another Dirty Harry yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. This yeah did not sour me. I will say this is probably my least favorite of the four, but it did not sour. Like I, this isn't a bad movie. Yeah, I, I think the for me it's the same, and it's because some of it is just so over the top. Yeah, and I like the over the top part of Her Dirty Harry. Yeah. I like this crazy detective, this violent detective stuff. But there was just so many different people attacking him. Yeah. I mean, the guy just never gets tired. Now, the scene that... Dirty Harry doesn't sleep unless he's sleeping with a lady. That's true. That's true. I think about the scene with the mafia guys the the first time they attack him. Uh, and he comes out of the trash can. Yeah. And I want to see 
just a five minute short film, which that reminds me, I didn't watch the Blade Runner short film. I also did not watch the Blade Runner. (laughs) We were so excited. We were so jazzed for it. I want to see a short film, maybe just a funny parody. Maybe because that scene only goes for about six minutes or less, but maybe it's a 15 minute short film. Yeah. And it's Dirty Harry running up those stairs, seeing the, the bank of trash cans, seeing the weird dumpster. And then it's just him talking out loud. What do I do here? Yeah. They think I'm going to get... The trash cans are going to check because they're the closest and they're, and they're open top. So I don't want to get in a trash can. So I get in a dumpster. But they're going to think, why would he get in a trash can? He's going to be in a dumpster. It's more roomy. So I get in the trash can. Now that's not going to work. I, I want to see just this funny parody of Dirty Harry going back and forth on which one to get in, and somehow it all makes sense, and it's perfect that he gets in the in the trash can, and then they shoot the dumpster, and then he shoots him up. Yeah, I want that short. It has all that. He gets in the trash can, and then there's just four minutes of him sitting in the trash can, waiting for them to get there, and it's him <laughs> talking to himself, coming up with all his one-liners. Yeah, he's like, and then I'm gonna say, make my day. <laughs> And then we have another 10-minute movie about him standing there with, in the perfect lighting with the with the gun at his side waiting for the rapist to look at him. Yeah. And he's what he's thinking. He's like talking out loud to himself. He's like, okay, this guy's going to look. All right, he did look. I just thought he's going to look, though, any minute. Right now, you know, man, this gun is getting fucking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to say this, and I'm going to say this. But if they say this, then I'll say this. And then they don't say anything. He's like, ah, I'll just shoot him. Just shoot him. <laughs> We, we do get a, uh, we, we get two make, make My Days. Yeah. He says it again at the end, uh, Make His Day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he always has a little catch. I, I, you know, and I forget what it was with the Enforcer. He does have these little, these things he just repeats. Yep. Um, and I like to think he figures those out in, in trash cans. Uh, the sudden, sudden impact, did we need it? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. I would have liked them to see... Uh, just be a little more focused. I don't know if this is the Dirty Harry movie we needed, but uh, I'm you know glad they uh, continued the the franchise. Now let me ask you this, Mark. You know this movie came out in eighty three. Eighty three. So I was one years old when yeah. this came out to age myself. Um, you weren't born yet. I was not born. So in eighty three, you know everyone knew Clint. Yeah. Everyone knew Dirty Harry. The co-star, the, the female star, did anyone know her? I mean, I feel like there's this era of films in the 80s and early 90s where it's a one-man show, and they have all these, like, bit player people, and you never see them again. You've never seen them before. These, like, all these Dirty Harry movies have, like, other than uh, the second one, which had Robert Ulrich... As one of the bad motorcycle cops, like early Robert Ulrich. Oh, wasn't like Blake Danner in the third one? I don't know who that is. She's she's gone on to be. Uh, I feel like whoever the uh, the female cop was in the third one, she she, she kind of went on. Okay. She, she she's done some stuff. Um, the woman uh, Sandra Anderson, uh, no professionally Sandra Locke. Um, she she was an Academy Award nominated actress. Really? So, yeah. She made her acting debut in nineteen sixty eight. In The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, for which she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, so I guess maybe it is I just being, you know, this movie was before my yeah 
eight, you know, I was only one. I wouldn't have watched Dirty Harry. She was also in Every Which Way But uh, Every Which Way But Loose. With okay, so so basically, I just don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious if it's if it's I just don't know that these other people because I mean Clint Eastwood's a mega 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 super super superstar, yeah. right? So everyone knows Clint. I mean, in your defense, she took a break from acting from 1986 to the year 2000. Okay, so, so she just... It's not she was making movies while you were kind of in the, you know, while you would have been watching modern movies. Right, okay. Yeah. So it's not, you know, she's a face that would have kept showing up for you. But, uh, yeah. But, like, his partner, like, all, like, like uh, his, like, Horace, and then even, like, the, the oh, first Dirty Hair movie. I thought about every guy who attacked him, and I was like, what do these guys do other than act as thugs in movies? Yeah. Because they all just look ridiculous. Like, the, the punk blonde guy? Yeah. I've seen him in other movies, but as a punk-ass dude. He's just a punk-ass. He's cast. Yeah. Typecast. Punk-ass. He looks like a punk-ass, so he's punk-ass. Oh, and um, his part from the last one was uh, Time Daily. It's from uh, Cagney and Lacey. And, uh, she, she's done a lot of like TV stuff. Okay. Uh, Madam Secretary, Grey's Anatomy, Murphy Brown. But, okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, bunch of TV stuff, but yeah, I th- every time I thought, especially the mafia guys, just how ridiculous they look. I was like, "This is nineteen eighty three. What do these guys do outside of just be thugs in movies?" And you know, Frank, I guess that's like, the look, right? You you show up to auditions looking like that. And in the eighties, did every mafia guy have a mustache? Yeah, must have. Because a few of them did in The Godfather, but not all of them. Yeah, yeah, they all have mustaches and just crazy hair, crazy hair, crazy hair. Uh, yeah, second impact though. I, I'd say check it out. I, I, you know, I said we need it because I, I do like to do more Dirty Harry. If we didn't have this one, I, I don't feel like I would miss it. It'd be fine, yeah. Like if Dirty Harry was just the trilogy, I, I think it would be a pretty cool trilogy. So I'm on the fence of if we need it or not. But um, yeah, I mean, I think if if you like Dirty Harry, yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't like go against anything. In a previous Dirty Harry. Right. It, it, it is true to the character Dirty Harry. So you are just getting more, you know. You know the one thing about this, too, is the, you can watch these out of order. It doesn't matter. No. It does not matter. Harry does not once bring up his previous partners. Nope. doesn't matter. He doesn't talk about them. You're not going to miss any plot points. Even in the original, you know, they make it clear he's got history as a tough cop. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, shoot first cop. Yeah. So they, they knock that out in the first five minutes, so you don't need to, to know he's a shoot-first cop to yeah. start that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. If you have thoughts on uh, sudden impact, if, if you if you need us to do the Deadpool right away, let us know. Um, you can email us at dbdgpodcast. You want to come or find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, dbdgpod. Um, you can write, review, leave, leave, us, uh, leave us a review. If you have ideas for movies, let us know. That'll do it for this week. Uh, until next week... We'll be back. Yeah. I'm so flustered being in person. Uh, that'll do for this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. Till then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel, and Remakes. Uh, watch out for punks. Go ahead. Make my day. <laughs>